Time Bandits is the podcast where every two weeks we go back in time 25 years to the year 1989 to celebrate the silver anniversary of an album and a film from that year. My name is Greg LeGrow and I'm looking at Dan Gorman. What's hey, the score, babe? Hey, I have no idea. <laughs> Fair enough. A wave of anxiety uh, comes across me when I realize I haven't thought of anything to say to you saying that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I enough. always forget. Yeah. So that, so yeah. I don't know. Well, Greg, ask me what the score is. Okay, I'm looking at you, Casey Lines. What's the score, babe? The thing Dan said. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Because that's been my move lately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't, you know, I feel like once I figured out on the internet that if you put that into Yahoo questions, the answer is I've got shampoo stuck to my eyes and ears or whatever. Oh, yeah. 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 I think you can say anything you want. Shampoo in my yeah. ears and eyes, honey in my butthole. <laughs> that's a crossover. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would look at our special guests and ask them what the score is, Beb, but uh, not here. No, 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 babe. No, no, no. Didn't work out. Uh, we had someone lined up. It's okay. Let's bring him back in 1990. Uh, no way. Fuck him. <laughs> no, he's dead. That's it. Yeah, we're going to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Frank gonna... is wandering around. Frank yeah. can be the Frank guest. the cat is here. He yeah. did watch Frank the, the movie. I'm sure he's yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's see here. Oh, Frank is out, Frank's of, here. out of here. Yeah. No. Like, oh, Frank's like, I didn't watch this movie. We're he's like, oh, that movie? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I didn't get it. <laughs> he's such uh, a dullard. How are we getting back in time? I, I, I hate using, like, when it's when we're uh, just a host only. Nothing yeah. against you guys, but I don't want to use one of the good time machines. No. Like, well, it's kinda, yeah, yeah. You, you don't bring out the, the good China unless, you've, unless you're trying yeah. to impress somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We've all settled into an, a relationship <laughs> of convenience. Yeah. yeah. Did your cat just take a shit again? Uh, my cat or my girlfriend. <laughs> so this is embarrassing for somebody. Uh, I thought I got a whip of litter again. Uh, it's like Tim Wallace is here all over again. Uh, uh, maybe it's maybe it's like, just it's leftover fine. vestiges of Tim. Yeah. Uh, maybe when he, when he ran by, I just like you know cat butt air. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Got to me. Yeah. Um. So let's see. Let's. Uh, what's a terrible time machine that we could use? Um. What's the? This isn't terrible. But what's that movie? Time after t- time. What's the one with? Oh, the, thinking the, of that the, Cindy Lauper song. No. <laughs> uh, yes and no. <laughs> there was one called like yeah. That, time right? after time. That's the uh, Sherlock Holmes is chasing yeah. Jack the Ripper through time. Yes. Right? Yeah. What's that? Yeah. A stopwatch. Uh. Don't they use like a time sled? Like the? I don't know. I just mm. know the po- the poster's a stopwatch, though. So. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. No, I think they use a the time sled. So let's use the Sherlock Holmes time sled. Okay. All right. I don't know. All right. Hop on. Okay. <laughs> Is that movie good? I'm not getting yeah, you no, until... Yeah, it's not bad. I Is like time right? after time. All right. Yeah. All right. Get in. Hey! Oh look at that. Here we right into it. Listen up. It's uh, January 27th. Uh, 1989, Ooh. right in the beginning of the year. It's like a whole new year. Yeah. Uh, we could have uh, seen anything we wanted in theaters today, uh, <laughs> which I wouldn't know if I held my notes in front of me. Uh, I know we could have seen Cohen and Tate. Ooh. What? Yeah. It's uh, some movie with Rory Scheider that I'll never watch. Oh. You know? Why will Cohen you never watch it? Cohen and Tate? I don't know, because it just doesn't look interesting. Okay. Cohen and Tate. Uh, we could have seen Three Fugitives, oh, okay. which I did in 1989, and I had a joyous time. 
Uh, yeah, I watched part of it uh, again in 2014. So did I. First Less ten choice. minutes are great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the then they get to the <laughs> then they get yeah. to the vet, and yeah. it's like, okay, this is you all just, very funny. Yeah, but what? Like, there's just no need for any of it to happen. No, at all. And well, it's no, it's just super frustrating that Nick Nolte allow his character allows any of the movie <laughs> to go on. Like, yeah, when he could just go, uh, like I had nothing to do with this. It's all filmed immediately. Yeah, yeah. just like I put your hands up, bud. Is that one of those things? Movie. Is that like one of those movies where, like, it, is it even in its time? It's not like, well, we could have just checked the video. It's like no, they, che- they, they do check, they do have, check okay, the video. Yeah, but yeah. then still, they're like, but yeah, let's chase this guy anyway. That, you know, like he just ends up firing a gun at police, and yeah, yeah just whoops, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, he's like, I'm not even supposed to be here. No, terrible. Precursor to clerks. Yeah, <laughs> but the first ten minutes, Martin Short. Oh boy. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, gotta, yeah. He I does. Some, he does some good stuff. Yeah, yeah. His little face pops out of a panty. It's great. Yeah, it's very nice. <laughs> It's a weird sentence. It's a weird to thing say. to hear out of nowhere. Yeah, absolutely. I don't oh, know the context, boy. but what else could we have watched? The experts. Okay. With, uh, with Ari Gross, yeah. my fan favorite, Ari Gross. Yeah. Yeah, why, why so why hard was Ari Gross him? ever a thing? I don't know. They really tried hard, though. In so many different things. Like, he yeah. he starred in things. Yeah. yeah. Like, which he makes was a me... pilot guy. A lot of pilots. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I thought you meant he was like a, he was he was like like a, a pilot, pilot guy. He was a pilot guy. Like, is that... Hey, or you say he flew yeah. a plane? He yeah. a plane good, pilot guy. <laughs> He's a pilot guy. Yeah. I'm Greg. Oh, good golly. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, we didn't see any of those delightful films. We saw Parents. Bob Balaban directed. Yeah. Randy Quaid starring Parents. Uh, we also listened to Faith No More, The Real Thing, but that's for later. Let's talk about the movie first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Filmed um, in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. I think oh, it was mostly Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my. Goodness. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, my. Oh, uh, was this anyone's first time seeing this? No, no I had seen this. Uh, I feel like I saw it back in high school. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, I think it's been about 25 years since I saw this. Yeah. So my I memory really of no it. Memory. No, my memory of it was super hazy. Although, yeah. I, like, I remember liking it. Yeah. But, like, in a really, like way where I'm like, did I just say I liked it because I didn't get it (laughs) in high school, but I wanted to be, I was like the film guy. Right. Uh, I remember the poster like in yeah, VHS more than oh absolutely yeah because yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't I, I don't think I saw it until college and then like was like wow that was not what I expected it was interesting and then kind of like never watched it again so yeah. it had been a long time since yeah. I saw it yeah. so is it fair to say as we get into this is this a vegetarian horror film is I, I don't Bell think so a no I don't was at the time I don't think okay. it is at all I didn't I, get that at all is, okay no. I thought about that I thought yeah. about a lot of there's a lot of uh, re- sexual energy and confusion yeah. of sex. Yeah. There's a lot I of think that, that going on. I think it's just, I think it, it's all uh, told from the, the kid's perspective. Yeah, yes. absolutely. And I think that uh, that that it's just about um, him trying to, I think, uh, uh, like, the, the sort of centerpiece of the movie is him trying to come to terms with his parents' sexual relationship yeah. that he sort of stumbles across. And well, I, I think he's that it makes... about to become a sexual person to his family. Uh, yeah. He's just under the... It's, and, and, he meets, and he yet, meets a girl that, that he yeah. kind of likes, but yeah. has a weird time relating to her, and she has yeah. a weird time relating to anybody, and then he sees his parents as having um, sort of animalistic instincts, yeah. and he's like, well, what is this all about, yeah. and, and does this mean that they eat people now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's kind I, of like, it's, it's like a coming-of-age movie that takes, like, coming-of-age situations and shows you them from, like, a kid's perspective where you'd be like, 
misinterpreting them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like but his then, next logical leap is, is like, like, oh, well, I, be... I don't understand what dad was doing to yeah. mom. They must be some kind of weird. But then yeah. it's kind animals. of like, so it's all kind of like you presented as like, oh, are the parents weird or not? And then right. like, you know, spoiler alert, ultimately it's like kind of true and it turns into sort of like the movie that it pretends to be with sure. the box. Or does it? I don't know. No, I don't, see, I don't think dream, it does you know? at all. No, I think, yeah. Okay, well, I, okay. actually, let, let's do should, first impressions. I fucking loved this I love movie. Yeah, this is very good. I absolutely loved it. Really I, good. I think this movie should be on Blu-ray Criterion Collection. There, yeah, there's absolutely. a lot of stuff going on in here. But I do think there is some like, I, I, I cannot imagine that with Bob Balaban being a vegetarian at the time, yeah. that there's that not there's some not commentary about it. I can it. see yeah. that, and what it's what it's like, particularly if you have these leanings, because he became a, a vegetarian, I believe, while he was what movie was he making? It was in the seventies, anyway. yeah. So Midnight you know, Cowboy, it's really no, not a, a popular. <laughs> he ate meat uh, in that movie. Good night, folks. When he was doing Catch Twenty Two, is when he became a vegetarian. Okay, so that's like nineteen seventy three. Yeah. So I mean, really not a popular thing to be, and very difficult to be one. And I would yeah. feel like you were looked at like a uh, weirdo yeah and an outsider in a big yeah way. and you actually see that in like 70s movies and mm-hmm. like in and you see the movies where people you know where it's like sushi oh like or you yeah, know yeah. like they always presented that sort of like weird alternate choice of things that you're eating as being so weird in the 70s mm-hmm. like, yeah well you don't eat meat that's weird yeah yeah and you're like either a weirdo or just a big pain in the ass yeah <laughs> <laughs> as but true it, today as it ever has been <laughs> No, but, I'm kidding. I mean, I'm there kidding, is like it's kind of there's a stigma even today. Like I, I no, it, it is true. I've been I mean, vegetarian in my life, and people really fucking meat eaters. They, yeah, they lay into you. It's like you're doing. But I think it's like, preemptive. <laughs> Honestly, it's I fucked up. I, yeah, I, I think it's well. I think part of it is preemptive because I think that the the by and large the. Um, general understanding of vegetarianism is that it's uh, uh, solely for self-righteous purposes. Yeah. That it's like, I'm a vegetarian. I'm a vegan. Ask me about my veganism. Ask me why I'm better than you. <laughs> but I don't think that that's, I mean, having known uh, a lot of vegans and having worked in a, a restaurant that had several vegan options, mm-hmm. um, I mean, certainly that is a contingent <laughs> of, uh, yeah. of vegan and, and vegetarianism. for the wrong reason. Yeah. yeah. A guy who but, was vegetarian for a whole year just because he was trying to bang a girl. Wow. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. Was <laughs> is he... it impressive? Uh, <laughs> well, okay, no. The que- Well, yeah, it is if he actually stuck to it. If he just didn't eat meat when she was around, No, then... no, he didn't eat meat. He's just like, I'm doing this thing, trying to get... And, he, and it didn't go anywhere. Wait, yeah. when you say trying to bang a girl, yeah. do you mean he was trying to... Like impress her, with so that her he or he was her. just trying to fuck her. Ah. Because that comes, that becomes shady. I, you uh, know, uh, I couldn't really say the full emotional state, but yeah. it definitely mm-hmm. seemed mostly lust driven. Yeah, I and also say. that's and th- then when it does like to, like the final, like it's not going to happen. Meat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Right back. To, hey, you got to do something. I was like, oh man. <laughs> it was like when it was like when Jerry loses the bet and he's like shrugs and then goes over to the window. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm gonna jerk off to my neighbor. Um, no, I can see that because like I mean it's one of those movies where all the shots of meat and stuff are all so sort of like hyper stylized disgusting. gross like mm. yeah like really like, close I've gone up back to meat now and I was like yeah. oh yeah I almost became vegetarian yeah. watching this movie. really really gross well, um, but not as gross as it could have been I like no. I, I feel like there was a certain like I feel like this movie was kind of responsibly directed oh like, yeah. it the could direction have gone way of this movie top. is fucking fantastic it there's a couple is. shots in this there's a couple like combination shots where they're doing like like that pull out shot that goes through the house and stuff and then yeah. up the you're, I was like 
Oh my God, oh, that's the so well. And it the felt, fence, out yeah, the yeah, yeah, like oh, up the. Boy. And it also felt really, um, uh, like or, organic. Uh, it, it felt really homemade. Yeah, like, like there's something really personal about yeah. the way this movie is made. Oh, and fucking again, like just to get back to the whole themes of of weird burgeoning sexuality, which has is like in my mind these days in, in movies that I watch. I don't know why, but I'm I am hitting puberty. Yeah. So maybe it's <laughs> um, What's happening to me? <laughs> I've got furrow where that wasn't yeah, furrow I was before. About to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the soles of my feet, and I'm scared. Yeah, I don't know and why. In it's, there. it's in my and fridge. fridge. Also, also in my fridge. fridge. Another crossover. Yeah. Um, shit. What was I gonna say? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so he has a dream. Like he takes off his uh, his uh, pajamas. Yeah. Yeah. And he early has, on in the movie. Yeah, yeah. He has a dream where he jumps into the bed, and that crazy kind of like he's just swimming and in basically blood. Basically, yeah. he jumps into his bed, and his bed disappears underneath him. And it's just like a wall. Like it's a, just a, a ocean pool of blood. An yeah. ocean of blood. Yeah. Uh, and Great then later shot. on, he, oh my god, yeah. he tells his mom, yeah, fucking fantastic mm-hmm. shot, and uh, like kind of weird and surreally, and yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he tells his mom. You know that he had the, that dream again. She was like, "Well, did you take off your your pajamas? pajamas? pajamas. You only have that dream." So like, there's that weird pressure from his like his mom, yeah, like uh, uh, trying to sort of like squelch his his kind of yeah, burgeoning sexuality yeah. and him too. Like if he's having the dream every time, if it's at, you know that he is every time he takes off the pajamas because he does, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know that sort of like fear of the change of your body, yeah, and, absolutely. And, like, what what the fuck is happening to me? Yeah, yeah, I, um, I yeah. I don't know what I was... <laughs> okay, so this is a film set in the 50s. Yes. It uses the uh, uh, the, the, the the super tightly wound 50s nuclear family as a yes. backdrop for this story, and it's told mainly from the kid's point of view who starts to believe that his parents are cannibals. Yeah, yeah. because they're, they're serving all food. Leftovers all the time. Oh, yeah, we haven't even said that yet. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, it, we talked about it in the fucking... Uh, announce an episode. Yes, so if listen. you didn't yeah. listen to that, you know, <laughs> stop listening now. You're out. Well, I, the <laughs> we thing don't I, need you. Yeah. The thing about parents is, uh, like, you read the back of the box and you look at the cover, and you know, you can sum it up in like, yeah, a kid thinks his parents are cannibals, and you know, the, it terror has a new home or something, whatever. Yeah. The cover, and, you th- and, and you really. Think, like it could, this could go any what number yeah. of ways, and it be- looks like it's going to go one. I'm yes. like, I know what this movie is going to be. Yeah. yeah, it'll be a fun little three star, whatever. Yeah. Well, I was excited about it being a, a bit grislier, sort of like a child's fantasy of like yeah. uh, where where a kid finds out that his parents are cannibals, and then all the other kids find out that their parents are yeah. cannibals, and the, yeah, like right. in yeah, some yeah, yeah. sort which of which like, could have been an interesting way to which, do it. Yeah, which would have been a really fun yeah, kind of yeah. cute would have been the Tim Burton version it, of this movie. Yeah. Exactly, that's exactly yeah. what was in my mind. But it's yeah. cool that like you know this is the the fun thing about doing a a podcast about B movies and just watching a lot of B movies is like you come across these ones that are like obviously made because they have a premise that's just like oh this will sell tapes, people will rent it. Yeah, it looks yeah, like that yeah. kind of a slasher horror movie but then you watch it you're like oh no this is like a crazy like under like rated overlooked gem of yeah, like a movie like, like weird it's, it's thoughtful like, kind yeah. of yeah and uh, and i think i read some reviews unfairly uh criticized for its tone yeah because really? all the reviews from the time say like interesting idea like cool execution but like it doesn't know if it wants to be a comedy or not and or, no, or scary or not, and I'm kind of like that's it, that's so dumb. That yeah. is such a dumb thing to say. Because the whole for me, this is one of those movies like it's not necessarily about like A to B to C plotting. It's At just all. like here's a feeling. 
Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. yeah, right. Here's a weird uneasiness. Here's you you're never a hundred percent sure what what's actually going yeah. on, but you can sort of discern if you understand what the movie's about, you can sort of discern yeah. what's going on in the kids in the kids' mind. and it's consistent. Yeah. Like every time something's happening in the the the, the pantry kind of thing, the little cupboard, yeah. the food cupboard thing, it's weird and hallucinatory. So when it comes yeah. back at the end, it's not you, you can kind of go, okay, well, this follows a theme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, oh, because like you're like, oh, well, why is this person getting killed? I guess maybe they are cannibals, but then, yeah. oh, no, because it follows, yeah. you know, the, the, the theme that it's set mm-hmm. yeah. early and, in the and film. I, and I just like, so what we were saying earlier, like, I love that it's taking, like, <clears throat> so it's like a coming-of-age movie in, in, in a sense, and, you know, there's a scene, like you guys mentioned, he sees his parents having, like, sex on the living room floor on, like, yeah. a, like a blanket or something. Yeah. He's not supposed to see it. Right. Or he hears the parents from another room with their friends all laughing and stuff. And that's probably something that, like, everybody has experienced. Yeah. Like, or some, a yeah. lot of people have, like, yeah, the, yeah. finding out your parents have sex or, like, yeah, yeah. hearing them and, like, what are they all, like, laughing about? Oh, yeah, and yeah. It, but, but it plays it as, like... It puts you in the kids' shoes because it plays it so like weird. It's weird and, and dread and, 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 and oddly atmosphere. sinister. If you don't, if you don't, sure. Yeah, yeah. I, remember, I remember when my parents would have people over and I'd have to go to bed and yeah. listen to it and the weird sounds and you know, like I didn't know what was going on. They were getting high. That's what was going on. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. And, and uh, yeah, um, um, but the, which you know, so you hear all these foreign voices and you hear your parents talk and laugh in a way that they don't around you. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. It, it feels or they're acting goofy because like, they're drinking. Like, yeah, and you yeah. don't feel safe. Yeah. Right? And the movie, like, because the, the main kid in this movie is played, is cast perfectly in a way. Oh, he's man, so, that kid was He's great. so awkward yeah. and weird, yeah. but in a way that, like, you can, like, get put in his shoes because he's kind of a blank slate. Yeah. He's just mm-hmm. kind of like a weird little kid who doesn't say much. Yeah. Then you mm-hmm. kind of experience it through that. It's how I, it's sort of how I felt about the kid in uh, uh, The Way Way Back. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where where he's just that kind of like yeah. lumbering kind of, oh, oh. <laughs> 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 it was like. Spot on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, uh, I went to acting school. When he was like. I'm going to go to the beach. I'm going to go to the way back. Cannibals. Uh, I loved, like, when he meets um, uh, Sheila or whatever her name is. Mm -hmm. I'm just (laughs) taking a guess that's what it is. Uh, (laughs) When he meets his friend. Yeah, Yeah. the other girl. And she's got a weird relationship with her home life too i guess her mom's a bit of a socialite and drinker but you don't they don't go too hard into it yeah. you just kind of left to understand this girl's not happy at home either and sort of an outsider and so they sort of have a click and they have yeah. a weird conversation where she talks about being from the moon and he just takes it at face value yeah doesn't know what's going on man i loved that scene i could totally. watch it over and over. so it's so beautiful yeah. and when he and, when and she, that kid she the, the girl is fucking phenomenal she's great, she's great. Like her performance yeah, is yeah. so yeah, great really just, good. It, it's what i loved about you know they gave an oscar to abigail breslin for yeah. uh, little miss sunshine or whatever because her performance was so sweet and and real as a kid yeah uh you know like you know there was the Sixth Sense kid, Haley Joel Osment, who yeah. who played very precocious, and yeah, generally, yeah. if they're going to give an Oscar to a kid, it's because they're playing precocious. Yeah. But there was something that I loved about that in Little Miss Sunshine, where they gave it to a kid playing a kid, yeah, um, yeah. and a kid who who just honestly portrayed a kid, yeah. And and that's really what I felt about this kid too. Is yeah. That she she was just like, you know, she like well, both the kids actually, although he was a little more kind of odd yeah yeah but, he, uh, but she he just adorable too so and they're like she's like i'm from the moon <laughs> she's like where are you from he's like massachusetts <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great yeah <laughs> totally adorable yeah, yeah pretty good now i was wondering i was talking with my wife trying to figure out if that was 
how that kid just said, said that. Said it or, or if it was in the script. <laughs> Very natural. It was pretty good. So yeah. I'm like, I don't know. Man. <laughs> Maybe he couldn't say it. And they're like, no, oh, it's great. Uh, yeah. You're saying it right. Don't worry, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, man. The script is fucking amazing. It's so good. Yeah. yeah. Because it's so sparse and... and uh, and and everybody's super clearly defined. Like R- Randy Quaid, you kind of go like, uh, yeah, from a kid's perspective, I could see him. Uh, y- you know, you thinking like there's something sinister going yeah. on because he's just kind of an asshole. Yeah, yeah. You know, like like he's just an asshole '50s dad who yeah. like is kind of like an alpha male. Like I mean, because he like the guy, the guy they go out for for dinner with, or they go over to to the the Zellner's yeah. house, yeah. And that guy's his boss, but he totally dominates the guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, if he's not careful, I'm going to give him another raise, and, and, <laughs> and he laugh. just gives him this kind of smug, yeah. superior look. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, great, and great performance oh, from Randy Quaid. Oh my say, God, he yeah. fucking straddles think, that line perfectly. Mary Beth Hurt too. Mary oh, Beth yeah, Hurt is yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. She plays completely blind. I don't know if Randy Quaid has ever been better. Like in in. He, he's I, I, obviously I amazing in the vacation, in yeah, vacation, yeah, Christmas vacation. It's a different but like, hilarious. Yeah. But taking that kind of like, um, not dumb guy, but like obviously in vacation he's a dumb guy. But he like kind of takes the thing that he's known for in in other movies yeah. and brings it to parents, but then like turns it in a weird way. Yeah, because yeah. there are those moments where he's playing like you're seeing it from the kid's perspective, and he's not really doing something like malicious like per per se or yeah. whatever but like there's something in the way he's saying it that yeah. you're kind of like oh yeah what this is weird you see really it in weird. his eyes yeah mm. it's it's fucking it's a it's like a crazy good performance totally yeah totally yeah. He's, and he's got a, have you ever seen the last detail yes i love that movie scene. he's really good i've yeah. never seen that he's movie nominated for an oscar for it yeah that Which movie's I, amazing i feel like he's always he'll always because it was like his first real role too, yeah he got nominated nominated for an oscar and like I imagine somewhere deep inside is like, yeah, whatever, Dennis. You can be as handsome as you want. Yeah. But yeah. I'll always be Oscar nominee. I'm, yeah, exactly. I'm Randy the actor. Quaid. Yeah. <laughs> Although now he's the uh, crazy nut bar. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, but, still uh, Oscar nominee, crazy nut. Sorry. Bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Credit where credit is due. That's right. Yeah. So uh, the kid at one point goes like, so he thinks like, I don't know what's going on with their parents, but he does go to his dad's work at one point mm-hmm. right so he goes and that's like fuels the fire because he sees him working on a body or whatever and yeah, like yeah. cutting him up mm-hmm. yeah and they don't know whether he's stealing the meat or not and that that's what they're eating All right yeah. yeah and then there's also uh millie the um the woman at the school no oh, the social the worker. social worker yeah, yeah. yeah. right so yeah. there's her character as well yeah really and a, a she great was performance fantastic there too, too. Yeah. The, the yeah the teacher the woman who played the teacher was fantastic yeah too. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. across the board, everyone was really interesting in this yeah. yeah um and i think that's good direction too yeah and, you know the camera angles are working really well but the uh i think he was really locked into how everyone was kind of what life they were supposed to have on screen yeah 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 and, and, and it's interesting too to see um uh, th- th- there's a point where the the teacher the the social worker's talking with the teacher and telling the teacher about uh, about you know her thoughts on the kid on Michael yeah um and she's saying that he's you know like you know, he he makes his drawing at school and it's all mm-hmm. like blood yeah got some yeah. craziness and they're all concerned and so she's sort of like evaluating his psyche and she's talking about him like he's got some real messed up problems like yeah. she's saying you know he's he, he he drew this picture and he's this and this and this and then as the scene's fading out she goes uh, uh yeah and he's got all these problems blah, blah blah i really like him 
Yeah. Like she, she just go like, and, and it's funny to think that somebody with so many weird emotional problems as a kid is just going to turn into an inherently interesting adult. Yeah. And I, I feel like that, it was just like this little one-off throwaway thing yeah. that I was like, that is really interesting that, that like, she's like, my professional opinion is that this kid is kind of weird and has problems, but uh, man, he's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I like him as a person. Yeah. All of the dream sequences, like you said, the direction are so fucking like because it's black and white sometimes, and yeah. I like that there's a scene where like it fades into black and white. There's, or whatever. there's a couple scenes yeah. where it does that, and actually, I want to go back and watch it again just to see. There's a reason for that, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't think anything was done just like, oh, why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <clears throat> I think with like the interesting year that we've had in. 2014 not to scare anyone here in 1989 (laughs) like i think that this movie is like kind of really you know not relevant in the sense of what it's about like i mean it's kind of always going to be relevant to if you're a child and growing up and stuff but but, it's worth looking at but like in the year where we've seen things like you know we've said it on see you next wednesday like under the skin and movies that are like really weird obviously this has more of a through line but it's like playing with that kind of like weird imagery to sell you know what what the movie's about and not in a way where you're like get over it in a way where you're just like this is kind of brilliant yeah i I actually i did have that that thought of like uh why hasn't bob balaban done more of this kind of stuff yeah and and i started looking very next movie my boyfriend's my boyfriend's back yeah yeah I didn't even know that he directed that. Yeah. I saw that when it came out. That's not a good movie. <laughs> but everybody loved it when it came out. Like, I remember it being a big, or maybe just I feel in like my I liked it because I, I went was to a school with kid. a bunch of dumb Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. I uh, I did not like that movie. I found it like uh, shitty. Yeah. <laughs> what was the, uh, What's that uh, uh, shitty? Yeah, Is that, yeah. yeah, I thought it was uh, awful. Yeah, yeah. It was like I didn't go to school with dumb dumbs. By the way, I just felt really bad about that. Yeah. My, my uh, friends were all. Uh, I'm sure there were a couple of. Oh yeah, a lot of them were dumb dumbs. It's just my my friend my friends were were sure. <laughs> Uh, my friends are great. I didn't hang out with the dumb dumbs. <laughs> no, my name's friend. Casey. <laughs> uh, Wait a minute, guys. I was the dumb dumb. Because, well, yeah, like, my for- boyfriend's back came out like 93 or yeah, something like that. Like, it's yeah. just not, you know, we're, we're, we were over that then. Yeah. Those kind of, yeah. Yeah, the, when they tried to make 80s movies in the 90s, it was always really bad. Yeah. Really like, just, remember? Remember, guys? Goofy, right? It's yeah. Goofy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But that yeah. uh, the the screenwriter too, like I, I kept kind of like looking, or uh, he he he's had a very bizarre uh, um, career as well. Yeah, I didn't even look. Didn't but it looks that. like he's he's just sort of committed to doing weird little uh, like under the radar stuff, which yeah. is commendable. Yeah. But yeah, yeah it's, it's too bad as a team they didn't. It's they weird didn't how try like their hand at yeah, something else. It's such a like cohesive piece of work like it's a piece of work you're like i know you can tell they all knew what they were doing yeah they shot this thing i think i read in like like less than a week or a week like seven days or something yeah yeah and it's just like obviously they had like a uh, either they had like an amazing idea or they like had it a good like a good script and then they knew when to improvise and when to make like good choices and stuff on the spot like if you're shooting a movie in seven days you either have to be super tight or really good on your feet oh yeah yeah and really go in knowing what you're going to do. Yeah. Um, but again, I think the sparsity of, of the script and, and, and of what's actually there, like everything is really subtextual. So I feel like in that, like if, if you do have like super, uh, like a super skilled team of yeah. people, like actors and director and producers who I guess just stay the fuck out of the way. Yeah. Um, th- then, then yeah, like, it, but it's still a miracle that they did all that in, in seven yeah. days. Yeah, yeah. And it feels like one of those movies, like, you know, when you see the Corman movies where the right people were given like the right 
opportunity to mm-hmm. make something like real quick, but you can still have your whole vision around it. You right. know what mm-hmm. I mean? You see that a lot in the Corman stuff, and it's cool to see that in like just a random like horror movie that sh- could have just been like a weird piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Should yeah. we sh- talk more about like the plot, like in in how it ends and stuff? Um, yeah. Well, I just ca- like I want to kind of. Because I just watched this last night, and just a lot of these themes, I'm just trying to yeah. put my uh, put them in order in my head. And like you have <laughs> this kid who's feeling alienated, and, ha- and they're they're terrible parents. Yeah, and you get this when you get things. Oh, I don't think. Little, see, I don't think that. Sorry, think they are. when he comes home from school, and they're like, "Oh, you're here. What time?" We'll is have it? to remember that. We'll have yeah. to remember that. You know, and when she's in, when the, when the mom is in talking to the social worker, and the social worker's like, uh. Uh, can can you tell me some stuff about uh, whatever yeah. his name is? And she's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then she realizes that she's supposed to write then. Yeah. And she's like, oh, um, he's he's not, not a big eater? Yeah. Um, yeah. Doesn't right. know anything about the The only thing that they seem to know is, like, involves, like, revolves around what they are doing, which is, like, obsessing about eating the meat and making yeah, the meat yeah. right. stuff. And so wanting him to, because he's not falling into their mold, the yeah. dad really starts to reject him yeah. because the kid is rejecting the dad's like sense of masculinity right. and red-blooded American yes. eat the meat and stuff like that. And again, like I feel like, I'll start a little spoiler here at the end, but when the kid's lying there and he thinks everything's okay kind of with the grandparents, but he's looking at the sandwich yeah. and it's all the meat. And I think he's like, you know, through the having a, a traumatic experience of seeing his parents having sex in a living room yeah. and associating that with meat. With like meat I, and I, I food do and feel like there's some kind of like spirit of a, of a kid like trying to reject the ideals of his parents yeah, and, yeah. of meat eating and becoming like a vegetarian. Like, like I can see he's that. He's rooted yeah. it to the meat. You yeah. Know? yeah. Yeah. Right. I don't totally. know. Yeah, I think that's interesting. There's like, something I, there. I, I, I don't yeah. know exactly what it is, but I, I think, felt like yeah. the relationship between the kid and the mom, like well, I feel like that there was a certain amount of, that there was a certain connection there, definitely. but I think that... Because that, she protects him. Yeah. yeah ultimately. Right. Yeah. And, and I think that socially she like she, she's sort of like battling you know a, a, a woman's place and I, I mean I think it, it's less about it being said in the 1950s but the 1950s is the perfect landscape to talk about sexual repression yeah yeah um, because she like you know when when he's the when the child's not eating meat at the dinner table and the dad's like really upset mm-hmm. she's like you can go to bed or whatever and you know randy quay gets really upset like we can't send him to bed every time he doesn't eat or whatever so yeah. she's kind of like almost on the fence i guess a little right like, kind of yeah, like yeah, yeah. i want to take care of, the, of him but isn't like you know yeah tries to step him. in when he rails into yeah. the kid a couple of times yeah like she, like she's there sort of in his corner in, in yeah. as much as she can be yeah. in like like against the backdrop of yeah. of uh you know like female oppression i guess right. in the 1950s but yeah um <laughs> yeah yeah uh, there's, I, there's, there's so much about, going about on in this movie yeah man. yeah yeah like i'm sitting here going like like well i don't know hold on give me five minutes to think yeah. <laughs> like i will watch this movie again within the month oh, yeah for sure it was really definitely good, man. i because uh, i'm when i watched it like years ago in college like i said i remember watching it being like i remember being taken aback by some of the shots and i remember being like that was so cool and weird but yeah. I, didn't, I didn't go back to it and then coming back to it for this time yeah like seeing everything that was going on in in it yeah i think yeah. i just watched it in college kind of like whoa cool shots and interesting like yeah right kind of weird artful film but then oh, this yeah. time was like oh i'm actually understanding what you know that there's something to this mm-hmm. that uh, outside of that yeah i uh i don't know what i thought of it because i saw it when i was like 13 or something yeah you know 
So I probably was just like, weird movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I, I yeah. was in high school. And, and, like, again, in high school, like, I was trying to have this identity of, like, uh, of the kid who, oh, you guys didn't like it? I actually did like yeah. it. <laughs> but it's all, you know, when you're in high school, it's also kind of like you can watch a movie dumb. and just be like, well, that was weird. I think I liked it. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. know why. Yet, yeah, yeah. But, but it there was, was interesting. There was more to that than I than I understand right now. Yeah. And, and, and I'm so glad that I waited so long. Now that I'm a super genius, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, like I'm so glad that I waited so long to watch it again because, like, watching it last night, I was just like, "What?" Yeah, and I like that. I mean, it is a a, a dark it's comedy, d- yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, but it takes it. It really just yeah. like if it's gonna have a punchline every once in a while, it really it space them out. Otherwise, yeah. you're gonna take the the life out of the movie and the sense of dread that's hanging yeah. with it. Yeah. And the climax is. Uh, quite intense yeah and really dark like pitch fucking black dark. yeah yeah <laughs> and then but then like not to spoil anything but when those credits popped up i'm gonna shit my pants oh, it's, <laughs> oh, oh i loved that because oh, it yeah. ends on the the fuck. like you already said that it ends on him looking at the meat and it's yeah. kind of like oh fuck like yeah. he's tied all this experiences to the meat yeah and then it pops up with like credits that are totally just like leave it to be yeah, the cre- yeah like the 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 end of a fucking 50s yeah. sitcom and yeah. i loved that like the parents each come out on their own and well, they, have they their, wave like, at the camera but they're still creepy as fuck too. but yeah. then the kid comes out and he doesn't really do anything and yeah. it freeze frames and like writes over it like with his name and like a cool f- like cute font yeah. but th- and then like that's funny enough yeah. but then the parents come out and like pick him up and make him wave yeah. right? like cause that's such like a, that like encapsulates the whole movie right yeah. like it's this sort of like something's wrong you know but mm-hmm. everything is cute and yeah. his parents are being cute and picking him up and manipulating him and making him wave yeah. and making him like forcing him to do something but they're d- playing it happy so it's like funny but dark yeah, yeah. you know oh boy um and y- you know what's interesting too is the choice that uh when um uh when anyone's being killed in this movie yeah uh like well because it's basically obviously only adults who are killed yeah um it, none of them react like yeah. they're they're being stabbed or uh, like you know like the there's the uh the social worker in the pantry yeah yeah no no screaming no reaction she grabs onto a knife it cuts her hands no yeah. screaming or reaction yeah. like like parents adults in this kid's world are impervious to to him yeah. as a as a force yeah and um well and they it, like they they really did a good job too of the way everyone's kind of characterized as sort of how adults look to you you know yeah like, yeah even like the 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 busy work and the set stuff for uh the social worker her her crazy bag full yeah. of shit and her cigarettes and the ashtray that's overflowing like had a weird like it's those those specifics that when you're a kid that's what you see yeah yeah it's like these three things right over here and <laughs> yeah she, and he's like you're not like a real adult yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah. man i fucking love that yeah, totally yeah. real adults don't get upset yeah yeah so yeah like that's a, interesting so quotable yeah. Yeah, it's like know. like the left. What what are these leftovers? Oh man, I sorry, uh, so sorry. To, I just made that connection. Yeah, because she doesn't really get upset. No. Again, like when she's being beaten and fucking or, or whatever, she mm. does. She still doesn't really get upset. So yeah. I mean, that sort of like shatters his perception of her as uh, as like in a position of trust. Yeah, mm. interesting. <laughs> Fuck, this movie's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Well, yeah. Ugh. So I'm so sorry to interrupt. No, I was just gonna be like, well, I want to quote it. <laughs> Allah say the funny lie. I want to say the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, and it's just like, 
yeah like there's so much going on here and it's one of those things that you don't understand why it has it like obviously it gained like a quote-unquote cult following like people right. like it but not as big of one as you assume no no like i think like i said this should be available on blu-ray it should be like a criterion collection i want to know should more be regarded about, as uh, yeah. as an important movie yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Something, it's certainly something to talk about like yeah man, like so many things while i was watching it i'm like what's going on here what a, what what the fuck is going on yeah here? yeah <laughs> Cause it's so uh, yeah uh, yeah what a what a treat yeah it's a lot artier but I think it deserves like a place on a shelf beside it, well, it, uh, listen it's short as fuck too yeah you can fly right through it uh, totally and it's arty but it's not like inaccessible no no well I, I feel like it could be a very frustrating movie for people who just want to see um who who want yeah. the parents to have been cannibals yeah you know people yeah. are just like well, I they just kind of give you that though they do at the end that's what I was saying yeah. like ultimately he's kind of right in the sense that the movie ends up yeah. playing out as a oh he's as the a, dad's murdering yeah. people yeah etc cetera, etc cetera. see but I don't think he was no I don't either no but um, the movie but gives the movie it to you gives that way that to you yeah if but not, but not you're not invested in it to sit there and watch it and think about what's going on and what does it all mean you just kind but of but I don't face value it's like yeah all this shit happened and the fucking place explodes <laughs> well, even if you, but take, I don't think it gives it to it gives that to you in a satisfying narrative. But if you if you take no. out if you take out the dream sequences, um, you could plot the scenes that aren't dream sequences together as in, like I said, it's not A to B to C in the, like the way it plots. But it, right. you could for, you could in the way that you watch it, if you only pay attention to like the kid thinks his parents are weird, he saw them sleeping together, that's weird. And then like yeah. it's all played as weird, and then right. eventually it's kind of revealed he's at his job and he's cutting things up crazy. And is he bringing that meat home? Is he cooking yeah. like the woman that he killed? And like right. it gives it to you, when, but uh, when he sees his parents, how uh, how you you get the, his version of it eventually. Uh, with how he sees it, because uh, he sees them all sweaty, right? He, man, you, the way it's shot too, it's really you are getting that. Yeah. What am I looking at? Like, like a kid when you see something like that. It's yeah. Like I don't, I don't, I don't but, understand. This. Oh, you mean when he sees them having sex? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, and, and, and so there's lipstick smeared Ooh. all over her face and, and all face. over his yeah. face, which is uh, a representation of of you know they're like weird animal. Yeah. Kind of they're blood just getting lust, into it. They're getting you know? into it. Yeah, and yeah. It was and pretty the, red in the, the 50s. The art design too is like they're all so sweaty to the point where it's like he's seeing this like them. As super sweating them, make yeah. sure that you see as a viewer that they're like glistening because yeah, it's gonna, yeah. when they like when they hyper stylize that in his version. Well, yeah, there's how all he these sees extensions. it, the lipstick right. is like he doesn't know. He's not, he doesn't yeah. see lipstick on his dad's face. So that's the blood. That's blood. That's, yeah, that's the meat on meat, and it's yeah. it's very. Yeah, it's very interesting. Because then you see it from him, and yeah, they're covered in his version. They're covered in blood, and yeah. like yeah. even more sweaty and yeah. gross. Right. And it's yeah. kind of like. All the things that you see for real that you just don't understand why it's like that. Yeah, your like, mind. Like your he mind wouldn't goes. know why they're sweaty. They're just sitting. They're laying on the floor. Why are they sweaty? Yeah. Right. You know. And then you get the like animal version of it. It's yeah. like this is what he interprets it as. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. What a fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. What a movie. <laughs> Yeah, I think like fucking... I'm gonna go. I'm gonna watch my boyfriend's back tonight because maybe, <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah. I don't know. Maybe I was a dumb dumb uh, in high school. No, I, I can't know. believe Should've that you didn't get. You didn't understand I the, subtlety. my, the subtleties of like why it's back. goofy that your boyfriend died and came back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember like renting my boyfriend's back like as a family in like the early '90s, like just like a goofy thing for us to watch. I don't remember anything that I thought about it except for probably enjoyed it as yeah. a kid. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I did. Yeah. I can't. I can't believe more people don't. Like I know people. Some it? people do talk about parents. Like I know it's like 
you know, it's not the most obscure movie ever. No. But like most people just kind of remember that fucking video. The, box, yeah, I think, with the know? skull on the freezer and yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I get it. <laughs> I, I get this. I get the things. skull is in the freezer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I get it. parents. Am I right? <laughs> I don't understand or something. Yeah, not to mention yeah. airline food. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Boy. You people have to see this, man. I would say so. Got to revisit this if you've never seen it. Yeah. in a while. <clears throat> and we're, as we're almost done, eighty nine. It's yeah. Pretty cool one to get in there near the end. Totally. Yeah, man. Uh, different than anything we've seen all year. Absolutely. Yeah. And a very different conversation. I'm actually kind of yeah. glad that it, yeah. that it was just the three of us. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're not all just like, uh, you know, ripping on Lorenzo Lamas. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. it's, it's, man, what a fucking... I, f- I feel like this movie was like fucking full on made for my sensibilities. Yeah. Like, like uh, man, I really connected with this movie. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like if I was to look at every movie from 1989, this would be like in my top of the year. If like yeah. I had to do like oh, a top films sure. of 89, this yeah. would definitely be in there. Yeah. 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 Right after Three Fugitives. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Snake Eater 2. Yeah. yeah. Same year. Oh, they just made it that year, didn't they? Oh, he didn't out. say anything? <laughs> I, I put the mic to Fra- Frank. What do you think, Frank? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> That's what I agree. Um. So what did what did we <laughs> learn? <laughs> Uh, I learned uh, that uh, Parents is a great movie and uh, fucking Randy Quaid is amazing in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I learned that sometimes when you eat meat, your parents fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and, then you, and then you, and then it makes you feel weird. Yeah. So don't masturbate. <laughs> right. Because it's a big pool. Also, Massachusetts. <laughs> Massachusetts. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think I learned I want to live on the moon where that girl does. Yeah. It sounds wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> I love how fully she's just like, yeah, I come from the moon. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Like, and that's a, that's like, fucking another thing in this movie that is so like true to children's experiences. Because when I grew up, I had a friend when I was really young, probably around these people's age, like in the movie. I had a friend who was like, yeah, I'm a vampire. Yeah, right. Yeah, and he was like, "Yeah, my dad's a vampire. Like, if you come to my house at midnight, like I'm a vampire." But like, knowing that, like, obviously I'm a kid, I can't get out of my house at midnight. He was like, "Yeah, yeah right. you probably can't make it because it's midnight." <laughs> but like, if you did, I would be a vampire. And I was like, "Shut up!" Like, you know. Oh God, Dan, do you think he was a vampire? I, I never knew. I yeah. never found out. You still hey, don't know to this day. Call the cops, buddy. I These do. Need to be reported. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but yeah, like that's totally something like a a kid would do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh boy, what an interesting film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good time. Of, I still don't even know everything I'm supposed to think about it. Yeah, I, I, I want to. I love mm. that kind of like. Just for another one thing to say about this movie, I, I just love when movies do that, where they take something that's such like a shared experience for you know people and turn it into something like different, like like those coming of age scenes. Like they work so well when they recontextualize them as like a weird what's going on. You, you know, like not a lot of movies do that where they put you in the in that position and you see these things in the weird ways that you would perceive them as if you were a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when movies do that with like everyday situations. Yeah. I think that's really interesting. Well, yeah. And there's, often. there's so much more urgency. Yeah. Cause you're a kid and you're like, you're like, fuck, I got to figure all this out. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> and yeah. my brain's not helping cause my brain just makes shit up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That may have been me talking as as an adult. Yeah. <laughs> I may have uh, that. That's why I related so much to this movie because I'm still a fucking eight year old idiot. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. So uh, do yourselves a favor and uh, check out Parents. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you're savvy enough to know how to switch your Netflix regions around, it's on four different regions. Yeah. Denmark was mm-hmm. the one I watched it on. Yeah, me too. Which has too. a lot of uh, good movies on. Totally. Yeah. yeah they solid. got a lot of stuff on there. There's uh, something. Uh, oh, they got Party Down, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what a great show. Yeah. I haven't watched that in a while. Maybe it's time to go through it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's shift gears and get into an album. Let's pop a tape in. Pop a tape in. I had this on cassette. It was one of those ones that was clear, but then like blue through the. Uh, the oh, middle. really? Yeah, it was a neat yeah. looking cassette. I always knew where it was. Yeah, like, in yeah, my bag I remember my that. Shit. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> Um, Faith No More, The Real Thing, uh, enormously popular yeah. album in 1989, came out in uh, July. Uh, it was the second full-length, well, no, t- third full-length album from uh, Faith No More, first with Mike Patton on vocals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, we can, I really want to talk a little bit about everything leading up to this album, and I kind of felt when we did uh, Fine Young Cannibals, that we didn't yeah. really talk enough about how that band came to be because there's all this interesting history with the English mm-hmm. beat and what that all meant and right. stuff. And I feel like we kind of shirked the business on yeah. the music end a little bit and just kind of gloss over some stuff. So try and make an effort in the future for you folks to talk more in depth about mm-hmm. how the albums came about and not just how we feel about them. Yeah. Uh, so Faith No More is a, they started off as a band called Faith No Man. Uh, and I don't remember what the context was of that, but there, it was this guy in the band named Mike Morris, and they did not like him. <laughs> <laughs> and they cut a couple songs with him, and it was very kind of just like straight up rock. Yeah. And then they booted him out. And this what did is, he do? He sing. He sang and played guitar. Oh, I, I didn't even know there was a singer before Chuck. Oh yeah, there's a few. Um, huh. So then you've got you've got the drummer uh, Mike Puffy Borden. Uh, keyboard player Roddy Bottom and bassist Billy Gould. And they're just like, we're going to stick together. We're doing a good thing. Yeah, which and they are. they referred to Mike Morris because he was very controlling yeah. as the man. Yeah. And he was so Faith No Man. And he's like, but he's no more. Yeah. So that's why the name is Faith No okay. More. Okay. And it's a super cool band name. Uh, oh, Faith No More is a fucking yeah, awesome definitely. Yeah, very good. But a weird way of coming around to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, they go through trying to find different... Uh, it takes them a long time to settle into a guitar player. Eventually, they get uh, Big Jim Martin, who's uh, considerably older than them. Uh, not considerably, but in, as far as being in a band, you know, a guy who's like 10 years older yeah. than everybody when you're like 20. Totally. Yeah, totally. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, briefly, before getting Chuck Mosley... Like not very long, nothing recorded. Courtney Love was the lead singer of Faith No More. I did know that. That's right. Yes, I, I do remember that or, now. Like so. a couple months, thank, something like that. Thank Christ that did not happen. Yeah, didn't work. She's out. terrible. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they go and get this fella Chuck Mosley, and they do two albums with him. Now, Chuck Mosley is an interesting guy. Mm-hmm. Not. Not the most talented fella at all. Uh, that's not true. A couple of things really work, but his his instincts were very, I think, unique at the time. And if you go back and listen to some of that stuff, he was kind of doing some things that were maybe not uh, widely thought of. Okay, or, you know, not a lot of people were doing what kind that. of stuff. Like, how would you describe? It's sort it? of like uh, I don't want to say rappy, but but it like, is a little. But it, it's a little rappy. It's a little like. <sighs> And when I say beat poetry e, I don't mean that it was all like crazy moonbeams yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. But they do but have like, that song, Crazy Moonbeams. Oh yeah, <laughs> Crazy Moonbeams is my favorite song of theirs. Um, but it, it not far away from like what Anthony Kiedis is going to eventually popularize. Okay. okay. 
interesting. Yeah, yeah, right. You know, a little mixture of the singing and the rap. Which yeah. may be why Mike Patton stole it. <laughs> I was about <laughs> to say on. because there's the moments on on this album that yeah. we're going to talk about where I was kind of like, this does kind of feel like that a little. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's def- we'll there's, get, we'll there's get to thing. that. Yeah, uh, there, there, there's like a history. Okay. Out there. Um, and this is all the California scene. Like a lot yeah. of this is going on. Faith and War was a popular band in, this, in the scene uh, before the big... You know, uh, Fishbone, Jane's Addiction, Red Hot Chili Peppers yeah. triad really blew up the end of the 80s. Yeah. This is like 85 when this really starts out. Right. And uh, between the We Care A Lot and Introduce Yourself albums, I feel like you can put together one pretty good record. Because mm-hmm. a lot of these songs, We Care A Lot is fucking amazing. Introduce Yourself is amazing. And I go absolutely batshit crazy for Anne's song. Has a very yeah. I don't get. Oh that. fuck! I love that song. I love the lyrics and the, <laughs> like, gu- the guitar solo is fucking amazing. They're okay. Like uh, I'll say, there's something that I like about it, and, yeah. and there's there's that weird conversationally thing that yeah. uh, that Chuck Mosley does that I find a little bit charming. Yeah. I just can't listen to more than thirty seconds yeah. of it without going, Ooh, "Stop talking, dude." <laughs> I don't know. I love that fucking song. I, you're, and I get you're it. not wrong. No, no, and, ne- and neither are you. But it, it just yeah. it gets that right up. Just my something spine. about it like makes me like happy, sad. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, um, I so I love what I love the subject matter too. Like yeah, I love the oh way boy. he's he's talking. It's just I don't like the way he's talking. Yeah. <laughs> Man, oh. you're always hungry. Get away from that fridge now. <laughs> oh, weird. Great, buddy. Um, so, <laughs> as if, if you're a band that's like kind of figuring your shit out and you're not really centered on a direction yet, Chuck Mosley is a fine guy to have in there, sort of a wild card. Yeah. But he was a total wild card as he was had a lot of substance problems okay. and yeah. an erratic temper. Uh, and then the band really sat down and started writing a lot of good material, which was going to become the real thing. Okay. But it was way beyond what they had done before. Yeah, and it, it's that case of where a band, where everybody in a band matures, except for one dude, right? And he was not only not keeping up with them musically, but he was getting more and more of a to be a problem. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like he fell asleep on stage at oh, the uh, introduce yourself release party and stuff, wow. and like they were all getting like, "Hey, man, yeah, we're, we like to have a good time, you know? Yeah, but, like, but fucking come on, release party, <laughs> like, yeah." yeah. <laughs> So I've heard all kinds of crazy stories. I don't have any facts to back them up, so I'm not going to go into rumor things I've heard about yeah. weird things that Chuck Mosley did. But the band fired him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and became Faith No Morsley. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, and then uh, Big Jim Martin, actually, which it, with later things to happen, uh, is funny. He's the guy who found Mike Patton. Yeah. Uh, it's funny because he would later go on to... Hate Mike Patton. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I, I think it was a, a, a mutual. Oh, hate. yeah. Patton is not a fan either. Uh, you know, they're just guys from totally different sensibilities. Okay. Who, uh, but it worked for them. Yeah. It was just. It's just tragic because the, the their work together is amazing. Oh, it's stunning. Yeah. Uh, Big Jim's a fucking hell of a guitar player. Uh, great soloist. Excellent. Like the, some of the solos on on Angel Dust are some of my favorite solos yeah. ever. Yeah. Yeah. And he. Uh, yeah. He makes a cl- uh, flying V seem classy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he, he hears uh, Patton uh, in Mr. Bungle, okay, uh, which yeah. is Mike Patton's high school band. Yeah. Uh, and they do a bunch of weird shit. That's mm-hmm. some fucking, particularly the early uh, uh, Mr. Bungle stuff, Bowl of Chili and God Damn It, I Love America and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really weird stuff. It's great. 
And so they bring him in, and he knows Faith No More. He's 18 or something like that. Knows Faith No More, likes them, and he's like, yeah, I'm down. Yeah. So they hire him. They have the entire album written. He writes all the lyrics in about two weeks, and then they spend a month just touching it up and throwing this kid in. Yeah. And then, so that's where you have the real thing, and then... They and per- it's they- crazy how much the melodies on the real thing... Uh, interlock so beautifully with the with the music, yeah. like like this kid just fucking got just had a sense of yeah. melody. Like that's an incredible thing to throw at some eighteen year old. Like, yeah. yeah, here, take this album that we have done, done, but yeah, and turn and it into everything. A, a hit machine, <laughs> yeah, and let's go. And that's what happened. This thing just blew up. Uh, Epic wasn't the first single; it was the second, but it went through the fucking. What roof. was the it first single from out of nowhere? Okay. Which is a fucking infinitely better song. Oh yeah, much better. God but, damn it, that's that's I think one of my favorite Fade No More songs. Oh yeah, that's great. Uh, so Epic comes out. It has this crazy video. Mike Patton's wearing a Mr. Bungle shirt in it, uh, wearing boxing gloves and wrapping around. Is like he wear, he's Kiedis. wearing the the tractor in my ball shirt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a weird like, which is like a, a shirt. Like that, that it's not even actually a Mr. Bungle shirt, just a weird fan of Mr. Bungle. <laughs> yeah, was made like, it. I made you a weird shirt. <laughs> yeah. It says tractor be- in my balls. That became the Bungle shirt. Yeah, for yeah a because long it was in the time, video, which I mean, is yeah, fucking yeah. awesome. Oh, yeah, it's great. So, and this song just goes much larger than anyone could yeah. ever expect, uh, largely in part to uh, a pretty remarkable performance on saturday night live oh uh, yeah where fucking mike Patton climbs up into the fan yeah and, oh yeah it's wild. he's a, he's a, a lot of people were like what's happening yeah <laughs> what the fuck this <laughs> band is insane um so yeah but uh this is one of my favorite bands of all time mike Patton is i think without question my favorite musician mm-hmm. uh but i didn't like this when it came out no. yeah no nor did i yeah i wasn't into it how come? Was I didn't it? like Epic. No? I I liked the chorus, but I didn't like the... The crazy rapping. The rapping the, stuff, yeah. which I do now. But what about the rest of the album? Did that... Was that I didn't listen bi- to the album. I didn't no. buy it. Oh, okay. This was not my first Faith in the More album. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't own the album. I had a, a buddy of mine um, had it, and we'd listen to it all the time, because he fucking loved the tits mm-hmm. off it. Yeah. And I would listen to it, and I hated... Um, uh, I still don't like the song War Pigs, and, and I don't understand why that's included. I'm not sure why that, either. Uh, they loved... It's, it was their closer forever. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, Puffy Borden and Big Jim Martin were outrageously huge Sabbath fans. Yeah. Right. yeah. And Mike Puffy Borden then went on to become uh, the drummer for Sabbath yeah. on many Which tours awesome. and Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. Because he's the fucking it's best. It's just like <laughs> he became the drummer for Sabbath, and then later he became Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. It's just weird that like it's one of those things. Like uh, obviously it'd be different at the time to to do that, but now listening to it so many years later, it's yeah, kind of like I've heard this so really, yeah, many it times. Feels, it just feels either. gross, and but I didn't like that, was, and and I didn't like. Um, they wanted respect, and they play the hell out of it. Yeah. And so, so just like I, yeah, I can understand it, and and, and that's probably why it's near yeah. the end. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't even I wouldn't even have been surprised if it was the last track. It is the last track. Is it? Oh, so what's yeah. the song after that? There was That's, like a weird like on my version. Is is the uh, edge of the world at the end? Is that like yours? the weird slow one? That's yeah, piano kind of. Yeah, yeah. Kinda, well, like that. A, uh, when I had that on cassette, that's the end of side one. Oh, weird. Wait. Yeah, which I find it is Let on my. If you uh, get that album now, for some reason, Edge of the World is at the end. And okay. I don't know why. This album for me growing up was always check, ended yeah. with, conveniently, with <laughs> War Pigs. So it was Edge it. of the World, yeah, yeah, yeah right yeah. after War Pigs. Mm-hmm. That's weird. It is weird. I don't understand that, but there's I was a shifting to it on in the, the order of this album at some point. Yeah. 
Um, that happens sometimes, and I don't entirely know why. It is. A, it is like I could. I listening to it, I was like, okay, I see why this is the last song. But it did feel weird after War Pigs. Yeah, it yeah. shouldn't be there. Yeah. And it's a. I think it's an excellent song, and shouldn't be just. It was interesting. Some yeah. Cover. Um. So yeah, I came into this album. I got it in '92 because I had purchased the follow-up uh, Angel Dust mm-hmm. and lost mm-hmm. my fucking mind. Yeah, because yeah, that's one of the five best albums of all time. I would say so. It's easily in my top five. Yeah. Uh, I never tire of it. I don't go too long without listening to it. It's no. just like uh, uh, alt and I'm, metal. And I'm, blow, I'm blown away every time I hear it. Yeah. Especially if you listen to it after listening to the real thing, yeah, it's because I, I mentioned it on the on the uh, the announcement episode, like the leap from the real thing, which is which is a better album today than it was in 1989, uh-huh. um, in my estimation. So to go from that to to what Angel Dust is, yeah, it's pretty remarkable. And it, Matt Wallace was the uh, co-producer on both of these. I don't know what. It- <laughs> <laughs> that guy must have been like, oh, and he worked on uh, Introduce Yourself, too. So mm. to see this yeah. band change from one, two, three albums is just like, what's happening here? Yeah. <laughs> and particularly Mike Patton, because this the nasal vocal of the real thing is never again used. It's no? fucking gone. Else. Which is actually what was my main thing against the real thing. Is I, like didn't I didn't care. I did not like the, the, the way he was singing, yeah. and it just seemed so like now coming back novelty. So now Coming back to it, having found love later in the uh, in their career, mm-hmm. how is it coming back to it? Like, obviously, you've come back to it a lot over the years. This yeah. Oh, yeah. This is time. So. Yeah. I but like, to this how, how was ago. it returning? <laughs> did Did you find yourself like liking it more over time? Or? Um, I I you get used to it. Yeah. Okay. I got I, I get used to it. I love the melodies. Some of the melodies on this album are fantastic. Yeah. And, and that an eighteen year old kid. Uh, I I just I hate that. I hate his voice. Yeah. And, and it's it's interesting though when he really has to sing something, the, the he can't do it through the nasal thing and the real voice pops out yeah. now and again. I I would love to know if he actually took vocal lessons because he does. He sings like he sings everything out the fucking front like his fucking eyes and nose. Yeah. He sings everything from out of the front of his face. Until Angel Dust, and then yeah. everything is very fucking full and very from the diaphragm. Yeah, really which supported. Is lame to say, but no, uh, but, but it is. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. That's, that's the thing. Um, well, it's, it is kind of nuts, though, when you watch, because uh, they did the live at the Brixton Academy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you watch that, it's, because this is not easy stuff to sing. No, it's, I can only imagine. There are a lot of changes. <laughs> there are a lot of different uh, registers you got to put yourself into, and a lot of different voices coming out yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of... If you if you're a musician at all, or trying to be a singer or anything like that, it's kind of infuriating to watch how effortlessly he does it. Yeah, <laughs> like it's it's like he's kind of like I don't even give a fuck. Yeah, but he hits every note. <laughs> yeah, it's it's that's the frustrating thing about him is that he can just be fucking around on stage doing a bunch of dumb stuff mm. and still be hitting those notes. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's not encumbered by, like, a guitar or anything like that. He's just, he's like, just, the yeah. fucking front man. Like, yeah. no other. Oh, boy. But, yeah, he's still, everything is still coming out of him perfect. Like, we saw him at uh, uh, Coachella. Yeah. What was it, 2010, 2011? Yeah. 2010. Um, and I'd never seen them live before. You mm-hmm. had. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, that that was... Uh, very good. Very good. <laughs> it's just it was like I, I almost want to say it was life changing to see live because like I mean the musicianship is is so ingrained. Yeah. Uh, now between Roddy Bottom, uh, Billy Gould, and uh, and um, Mike Borden and Mike Borden, mm-hmm. 
uh, and and Mike Patton as well. But I yeah. mean, he's really out front kind of thing. Yeah. But uh, but obviously, it's not Big Jim Martin anymore. I, I think it was Trey Sponsors playing. No, John Hudson. Was it John Hudson? Yeah, yeah. It's been him since uh, album of the year. All right. For anything they've done. Um, and he's just kind of stand like, but like, I don't know. Watching them uh, as a live act is fucking something to see. Even if you don't like the music, you should definitely oh, see yeah. them. Yeah, it's pretty as a live act. Bananas. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I feel like we've talked around the album a lot. Yeah, uh, quite a bit. So let's get into that a bit. Because this uh, was my first. This is your uh, first Faith No More album. So Mike Patton was on a uh, Dillinger Escape Plan album, right? Like yeah, yeah. Irony's a Dead Scene. Yeah, that yeah. I think that's the first time I had ever heard Mike Patton because I like Dillinger Escape Plan yes. a lot. Yeah, and um, that EP is amazing, breathtaking. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. I Dillinger Escape Plan when I was in college, that was like the kind of heavy music I was into, like really mm. crazy, really yeah. wild and mathy and yeah. outrageous. Just because I was like, this is cool. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. And I and then I had like experienced some of his stuff with like Lovage, like the singing yeah. and the some of his yeah. other stuff later. Yeah. But I don't. I, this is the first probably time I've sat down with like an entire album length experience of That's anything from him from Faith mm-hmm. No More or yeah. from him mostly for like I've heard stuff like that he's done later and like like um like guest spots yeah. and and maybe bits and pieces from things that he's done, but never really sat down and listened to a whole album. Right. Yeah. So what did like, you I've think heard of some Bungle, and I know I like a lot of that stuff, but yeah. I don't. I haven't like. I don't know. I like like California or whatever. I've mean, oh, heard stuff a, like you know. It's essential listening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but I'm not might, like that, I don't that know. That album it. might also be in my top five albums. Yeah, of all yeah, time. But yeah. like I don't Mr. know Mr. the album inside Brand. out. Oh, so perfect album. Yeah. So what did you think? So. W- I don't know what I thought. It was we. It was interesting. I think it's the most dated it, thing he's done. Oh, absolutely. Because it. Uh, I just. I can't get a read on like w- w- knowing <laughs> that this is your first kind of yeah. foray into them. Like if we had have done Angel Dust, I'd be like, okay, I, I, I have a, I have a read on what Dan Gorman yeah. would think of that. <laughs> yeah. I have no read on what you it, would no. think of this because album. it lands. I didn't so expect you to like it too much. No, I, nor did I. Yeah. I don't dislike it. Right. But it it does kind of land in a weird place where it's like it's not i don't want to say forgettable because i think that's really harsh but there is like an element to it where i'm like there's enough going on in this album that is a lot like other things i've heard Mm -hmm. and then there's enough going on in this album that i can recognize is like really future shit yeah right (laughs) and so like then i land somewhere in the middle where like half the time i'm like this is really cool obviously mike Patton is crazy all over it yeah um i i didn't dislike his singing um being so nasally no even right. with all the nasally what he's it's, doing it's, is you can but recognize you, crazy. You, listen, you listen to like newfound glory and stuff no like i that. don't you motherfucker <laughs> you're just mad because i'm making you listen to newfound glory <laughs> yes i am no um <laughs> you fucker um no and and then there was elements like obviously some of the moments on this album with the bass like there's mm. a couple songs where like the bass takes a step forward and there's some really cool moments i'm yeah. trying to remember the name uh was it the zombie uh the zombie eaters zombie eaters there was mm-hmm. a couple songs where they the bass has that awesome fuzz on it and it's yeah. doing like some slides He's at the right moment monster yeah. bass yeah player. yeah really he cool. play live is kind of frightening it, yeah it, well because he looks he doesn't look like he should be fucking fucking that bass up as yeah, much yeah, as he yeah. does and he kind of looks like he hates it yeah <laughs> yeah he looks he frustrated shit out of that thing yeah um yeah, he he actually makes. I I generally hate slap bass. Yeah, I don't yeah. like that. There's a few moments, yeah, but there's yeah, but yeah. there's a lot of that actually over the yeah, years. And more, more, but he makes it so awesome. Like he makes it menacing. Yeah, yeah. like uh, the instrumental track "Woodpecker from Mars." Yeah. has a lot of slapping and popping bass, yeah. but it's so mean. Yeah, it's so mean that fucking. <laughs> yeah, bass like I I, I guess I hate dirty. it. I hate it when it's. 
funky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking, I super dig it when it's yeah. scary. Yeah. There was like moments where you can hear, I could hear like stuff that I would come to like later when it was done again by other band. Like the, I, I don't know if this is weird, but there was like a few moments in some of the like heavier moments of the songs where it kind of pops into a little bit more of a standard like metal sound yeah. and i was kind of like i kind of hear mastodon in here oh you oh, know what cool, i mean yeah cool. yeah and it was just kind of like i really like that at moments but yeah it was kind of a, a a roller coaster of of i don't know how to feel about this yeah there was highs and lows and mids and i was kind of like <laughs> well, you know it's, it's kind of dated a little for me too it's because it's like, not a perfect album no like, it isn't like it's not just love is totally unnecessary yeah, yeah. it's not but just even that has things like. in it i like yeah uh but like it's when i go back to this album 50% of it is just like, well, it was great at the time. Yeah. yeah. If I got it, if I heard, if I'd never heard this album and I got it now, there are some songs that, yeah, probably wouldn't yeah. really make the cut for me. But uh, I, I think like, uh, well, I th- okay, I'll kind of just focus here and not get all over the place with this yeah. album. The title track, The Real Thing, it's like <sighs> eight minutes long. I can listen to that fucking thing any time of the day, any day of the week. And that one really settles yeah. into a fucking groove and lets yeah. him... And also the lyrics of that really kind of blow my fucking mind that he's 18 and wrote this. Yeah, you know, that's and only really had two crazy. weeks to do it. Yeah, and it fits so perfectly and meshes with the tone of that song. It's really impressive, and there's just yeah. something about that. That was one of those songs, like uh, for me as a young person, I really latched onto because it was a little bit different than yeah. the other heavy stuff that I liked. There was like, this weird magic in it. It was like, this is just for me. This yeah. is my this is my fucking thing. <laughs> well it's a song that, you know? that <clears throat> that's allowed that allows itself to breathe. Yeah. Which is really which is really interesting on this album and again like sort of weirdly mature in an aggressive way. We we used to play this song. Yeah. Um it, it's such a it's such a fucking such a great song to play and 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 like if you start learning uh faith no more songs you realize how weirdly compartmentalized the parts are yeah um and and how deceptively complicated they can be yeah and this this song is is sort of like that but like be ah i'm about to fucking totally hate myself (laughs) but sort of like playing the song sort of being inside of the song fuck you you're not wrong but yeah like like to, to sort of like get inside of the yeah. song and it, it, there there's like a there's a crazy darkness to it oh boy yeah that is so engaging yeah it's pretty it's yeah it was overwhelming when we would play it just yeah. kind of the because you have it's so long too and you have to get in the pocket yeah. You really oh, yeah. Like there, there's no, there's you can't fake your way through the song, and that's no, the no. fucked up thing. I don't, I, I don't think I ever actually played it right. Like I don't no, think I ever played it not. to my not own. You, I mean us. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure, yeah no, you you're terrible. terrible. You, you fucking wrecked it every time. <laughs> yeah. The rest of us were great. <laughs> I don't know what you were doing. Uh, which is kind of how I felt, but yeah. uh, <laughs> but man, yeah, like it's the, that there's such an allure to that to that song. Yeah, yeah a lot of magic to it, and there's and sad. even the stuff I don't like on this album. There's always a little bit of magic going on. I somewhere. didn't think that like ep- for me, epic wasn't like a, a I don't know some of the rapping. I guess it's kind of like obviously of its time where it's like yeah. this was going on where this kind of crazy. I like it much more now. It's it's interesting, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's like cool and kind of catchy and it is. You know, it's super obviously catchy and the lyrics are good and that yeah. fucking chorus. Is yeah, out of the park, buddy. That's yeah, good. That's yeah, good. yeah. For so sure. So what was? Hey guys, the... guys, the song's about jerking it. <laughs> it <is about> jerking <laughs> what uh, what was the Red Hot Chili Peppers thing? Because it because that did come to my mind where there were some moments where it locked into that. I was like, this does sound a little bit like obviously that scene. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, it was mostly on the from what I understand. 
from things I have read. Yeah. Uh, it was mo- It started off on a uh, mostly in the Chili Peppers camp, mm-hmm. kind of like, fuck them. Yeah. We're the guys who rap. Yeah. <laughs> but also, I mean, uh, like, y- you kind of can't fault Anthony Kiedis for it because... Because no. there is that kind of like, I feel like we were the innovators. And yeah. also, like, lo- look at Mike Patton at the time. Like, I mean, I- I- in the epic video, he's like, he's got the board shorts and, yeah, and the long fucking and no and, shirt yeah. and the long hair and he's whipping his hair around and shit like yeah. like he's fucking Anthony yeah. Kiedis and he's doing the thing and good to boo. And that's that what, like, I mean, he might as well have been doing an Anthony yeah. Kiedis impression. Oh, Just sure. much, much better than Anthony Kiedis oh, yeah, has yeah, ever, yeah, ever yeah, done. Yeah. I always thought it was kind of maybe Kiedis is pissed off because like he can do the rapping thing just as well, but then can sing his fucking ass off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can't. No, no, yeah. no. And and never will. Yeah. Be. He's an, an untalented man. Yeah. And also, <laughs> fucking Mike Patton had lyrics, and and yeah, uh, right, right. Uh, Anthony Kiedis just had, had California. Uh, yeah. uh, what rhymes with pussy? <laughs> <laughs> fucking child. Yeah. Um, I hate that band. Oh, yeah. Just, <laughs> what, a sh- what a shame they are. Yeah. Uh, and yet, uh, I love the shit out of Blood Sugar Sex Magic yeah. when it came out in 1991. But again, I was a retarded kid. Hey, we all liked it in 91. Yeah. Everyone did. <laughs> don't, I don't care who the fuck you are who's lying to anyone right now. You liked it in 91. You were there. Uh, it's fine. It's a fine record. It's well produced. The songwriting is the oh, best boy. I've ever done. Yeah, um, there's some amazing guitar on it. I mean, really man, you put player. you put John Frusciante in a room with um, heroin, and he will give you something great. Yeah. <laughs> and then if you take the heroin away yeah. out of the equation, yeah, he'll, he'll give, give you, you a lot of walk. He'll give you this solo. <laughs> yeah. Beer, 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 beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's it's the saddest thing. Oh, and boy. to our listeners, by the way, I'm sorry you had to. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't know. I found this to be a very interesting listen. Listen, There's stuff on it that I did like and stuff I didn't, as I said. But yeah. I, it, it mostly felt like I... I it felt like it wasn't the Faith No More album I should be listening to. No, listening. but Certainly. you know, I think it's good that you heard it just to go like, here, because I, yeah. I, I think almost immediately, like today, you should get Angel Dust and okay. just run with it. Yeah, because it's immediately like something is completely changed. Okay, it's it every, everything about it is different. Yeah, it's we- and, and yet at the same time you can you can feel the the the, the blueprint for the music in yeah. this in, in the yeah. real thing. Okay. But uh, it's a different band. It's oh my god, it's, it's it's darker, it's heavier, it's but more it's also it's it's more diverse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's like there, there's really weird and it's weird as shit too. It's like yeah. it's got all the Zappa all over it. Cool. Too. Yeah, yeah, then I'm gonna have to get that for sure. Dude, but not in so a, not in a gross way. Not yeah, in like yeah. a no no. Fucking... Every song is fantastic. Okay, yeah. I like every fucking song in that album. Yeah, the whole thing. I'll have amazing. to get yeah. that. Uh, yeah, uh, that one's what? like because I, I was like, ah, Faith and More. I don't give a fuck. I don't give yeah. a fuck. And then Angel Dust came out in '92, and I was watching uh, much music, and uh, the video for uh, Midlife Crisis came on, and I saw that, and I lived right downtown, and I was just like, all right, yeah, went. Yeah, counted out ten dollars and thirty four cents and change. Yeah, you know, that I had lying around in uh, the apartment because <laughs> that's how much it cost to buy an eight ninety nine tape at H and B. And I just walked right down the street and was like, "Well, I'm buying this immediately." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, I looking at the album, like, what this beautiful cover, and you flip it over, and there's all this gross meat. Yeah, and, like fucking <laughs> parts on the back. And like there's where it, heads there's and where it goes in with parents. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We found oh, our yeah. theme. Yeah, it's all there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and it just like I didn't know what to do with it right away because I'm like, I know that fucking midlife crisis. 
as long as catchy as yeah. shit. But the first track is like, what's happening here? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, caffeine is terrifying. I'll have to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but the the jump in his vocal is pretty uh, overwhelming. Yeah. It's uh, insane. And you don't, again, like his singing is great. It's, it's um, you know, uh, really strong on the real thing, but it's just... It's affected, so I feel mm-hmm. like he's. You're not really getting him. You get moments of him, like the real thing is him. You know, really kind of. You, you you feel the urgency, and and he can't. Yeah, yeah. Sing yeah. it because you can't sing these notes or these runs like that. Yeah, you have you can't affect it. It's just got you got to let it fly, and that's why I think maybe he learned from doing that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if he had vocal lessons or not, but he's the greatest fucking rock singer I've ever heard. Yep, the most diverse for sure. And there was something I read a while. He's apparently he's got the. Uh, the high, the, the, high, the, yeah. the widest octave Wide, range, yeah, range yeah, of any range. singer, recorded singer that anyone can find. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why it bothers me so much, but it does. Yeah. And I don't know why, because like I fucking love what he does, yeah. and, and I will listen to it until I die. Yeah. But I'm just like, oh, you're too fucking good. Too good. Yeah. He's too fucking good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I will, I'll, uh, just for anybody out there, if you're not familiar uh, and you're curious about anything we're talking about, I would say uh, must-haves, things to check out. Uh, Faith and More, uh, Angel Dust, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely. King for a day. King for a day as well. Uh, I'd say if you're going to just take one from Faith and More, it would be Angel Dust. Yeah. Okay. You got to hear uh, Mr. Bungle, California. Yeah. Uh, it's a stunning, stunning piece of work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, uh, Tomahawk, Tomahawk Mid-Gas. Mid-Gas. You need to get Mid-Gas. Yeah, yeah. And the self-titled one is pretty remarkable. Yeah, well. absolutely. I, I, think, I think the self-titled one is a more um, cohesive album. Yeah, yeah. But, but Mid-Gas, Mid-Gas has some of parts the are fucking most brilliant superior. things I've ever heard on an album. Yeah. Uh, and this was a great... this uh, Faith No More, this album, like getting into all this stuff, opened... A million doors for me. Yeah. Uh, musically. And I got into outsider music and weird stuff and was able to stop thinking about songs in a uh, in a conventional pop thing. Yeah. Like I was very, I was raised on pop and, you know, classic rock and stuff like that. And I really loved that stuff. And I still do. I, yeah, yeah. I will always love it. Totally. But this is where I, I he, Mike Patton and, uh, you know, and the rest of the guys in Faith in the More and other things that they did too, really opened my eyes as to how music can be digested and yeah. composed. You know, really shook things up for me and I, and I got into different bands like this was you know a gateway to things like uh, the Melvins and yeah yeah you know, uh, uh, and I never would have really given Dillinger the time of day if yeah. not for him yeah. casting on that yeah. and I still think that's the best Dillinger album but <laughs> I'm biased uh, yeah, but I either I got my appreciation and then eventually became quite a big fan of that band uh, because you follow people around he does totally. so many different things musically it just it was very exciting it's, a, it's an exciting uh, I don't know Wor- wormhole of <laughs> yeah. shit to fall into. And if you need more, you can go watch uh, I Am Legend. Right, yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> and listen to the, the weird video, monster He's all noises. the monsters in it, and he does all these video games, and he's done soundtracks now. Yeah. Like uh, Crank uh, was it Crank or Crank Two? Crank, crank Two, two oh, yeah. Crank Two. He did, and he play- everything is played off of children's toy versions of <laughs> instruments, which is bananas. And then uh, it did a really subtle and quite beautiful soundtrack for uh, The Place Beyond the Pines. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, I gotta watch that movie again. Yeah. I really like that movie. I still haven't seen it. Pretty interesting. Super good. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but Gor- Gorman, I... I, I, I will I go to... you. Angel Dust. Yes. It, I'm very... I'm quite confident it'll yeah. be something for you. I will check that out. And it's just fascinating ASAP. to go, oh, this is very different. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know anybody I don't know anybody who likes music who doesn't like that album. Well, yeah. yeah. I'm going to hate it now just because uh, yeah, yeah. I want to do that. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is just going to be another Breaking Bad slash Serial slash... Uh, 
But this was a big divide, too. Here's something we, we should talk about that is about the real thing. You have Big Jim Martin, yeah. who is kind of the leader of the band. Although, no, none of these guys are sort of into that. These these are also uh, a few gentlemen who are total just, go fuck yourself, guys. Yeah. <laughs> they, don't want, they, you know, kind of uh, instigators, big time. Uh, and Big Jim Martin kind of leads the show. He's a little older, and he's a fucking monster guitar player. But yeah. Patton comes in, and he's, like, kind of turning things upside down. And Big Jim Martin just wanted to do the real thing again. That's all he wanted. And Patton was going in this other direction and taking his weird bungle action into the band. <laughs> And the band was really receptive to it and could, you know, hang with it and stuff. And and Big Jim Martin did not really like Angel Dust, yeah. and which it, it wound up being his final album. Oh, okay. It was He's kind got of two some... camps were being set up, and you're either going to follow Pat or you're going to follow Jim. Yeah. The band went, <laughs> uh, sorry. Yeah. Hey, let's... Uh... <laughs> Let's follow the the visionary. Yeah, who's the other made guy, us, uh, international success. Yeah. yeah, the other guy. Well, he got funny glasses. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> did he go on to anything of note? He yeah. made a terrible album with a, a blood band and milk called, or uh, milk and chocolate. Yeah. Or? Yeah. <laughs> sounds memorable. Uh, yeah, milk and blood. I think it's or blood and milk. I can't remember. I did buy it because uh, I'm like, hey man, he's a great guitar player. Yeah, and maybe there's something here. Uh, there is. Not. It's horribly recorded, and there's a really embarrassing cover of Surprise You're Dead on it. Oh. Which is a very complicated song. Yeah. Very. One of the best songs on the album, and it's incredibly complicated. Those time changes are not yeah, an easy yeah. trick to pull off and yeah. it's really hard to sing and they got some guy who can't sing it yeah. and some drummer who can't play it and it's just like oh buddy <laughs> you messed up everything. Mm, no good no, no, but hey you know what now he's a uh, metal winning uh, is that how, I don't know if that's how you say that but pumpkin farmer oh yeah yeah, yeah he's an exceptionally good Pumpkin farmer. Interesting. I don't know what that, uh, so good on you, Big Jim. Yeah, uh, you're a, a, a treat to have in music, and I'm glad I have <laughs> albums with you on it. Yeah, yeah. And your your uh, guitar you work on on, uh, on on fucking Small Victory. Oh man, uh, like oh. really changed the way I thought about how to, to how to play a lead line. Yeah. Um, and your and your glasses were funny. Good <laughs> <laughs> glasses. And his cameo in uh, Bogus Journey is just fine. Is pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sweet. Um, yeah. That so uh, I think that's that. Why don't we hop into our little fucking yeah. machine here? Let's do it. And we'll yeah. hop into our what second rate time, time machine. Time sled time from time sled. after time. Get in. I feel Back. like that was a very... Uh, uh, in-depth conversation. Yeah, it was amazing. Of time bandits. Mm-hmm. Was I like not too one. much jokes today. Yeah, uh, no, but it, we had some laughs. I, yeah, I, you know, I had a swell time. Yeah. I think it was informative. Yes, and uh, yeah, totally. I, uh, I, I hope y'all had a nice time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like I respect you guys in uh-huh. a way I never have before. Oh, I am. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. a little past. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> yeah, very good. Um, I, t- I think uh, yeah, this is really cool. Uh, two things that everyone should uh, take a good totally look at, some uh, parents yeah. and. Uh, faith no more yeah good thing to end the year on we're close to the end of the year almost there yeah some things to check out yeah 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 Yeah. you can also check us out oh oh my god online yeah do we have anything to plug if you go to (laughs) facebook.com slash time bandits podcast you can click the like and find uh we post trailers and songs and such from the things that we're going to talk about every week and you can also find us on twitter at twitter.com slash time bandits pod because we love the band p-o-d (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, and uh, you can also find our our podcast at modernspirit.com, of course, of course, yeah. And if you want to find us, 
in a bar. In a bar. Tomorrow. Yeah. this is Friday. Friday, Saturday fifth, night. Uh, Saturday the 6th. Yeah. Uh, on the Danforth. Uh, what's the address? The Social you know? Capital. The social it's capital above the Social the, Capital. On top of the Black Swan? Yes. Right. On top of the Black Swan. At uh, Bloor and Danforth. Yeah. Right? Somewhere there. Broadview and Danforth. Totally. Yeah, that's how it works. Uh, if you find there. us on Facebook, we'll put it up there. That's right. But yeah. uh, we will be doing a, a bunch of stuff live yeah, on stage. A little with mini other live time. It's a bandits. big, crazy uh, uh, modern superior presents. Extravagant. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. yeah. You'll see some See You Next Wednesday on stage and some Time and Bandits. And Time Bandits, among others. Yeah. yeah. And we're going to yeah. talk about a. An over a movie we missed. I know. <laughs> you might say we will be gleaming our cubes. Yeah. <laughs> so the movie's clearly a mystery, then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> l- 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 suffice it to say, yeah. if you got a dirty cube, you better gleam that. <laughs> bring it with bring you. It We're It'll gonna gleam. <laughs> You better believe it. Very nice. Yeah, <laughs> the movie we're doing is Ghoulies Two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's. I'm. I'm. That's the uh, caffeinated and sleepy. Oh, yeah. so. That's I score, can't, baby. Uh, feel my skin no more. Yeah. Baby, that's mm, a score. Baby, baby, that's a score, baby. Baby. Mm, baby, that's a score, baby. Baby. What year is it? Nineteen eighty-nine. Time bandit. This has been a presentation of the Modern Superior Media Network.